This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of This is Silly Unplugged. Uh, not the full crew tonight, just me in uh, the glorious Oakville penthouse. Just coming to you with a quick update on kind of what's going on. Um, it's been a busy week. We've had a game this week. Mitch is doing a business. He's working on a project, which I will inform you about later on in this little episode, but it's going to be a quick one. Just want to hit a couple things. Uh, it's been just been a couple weeks. I don't really want to talk about the Colorado game. It is what it is. Uh, the Open Cup this week, we beat Omaha 5-1. to one. Don't want to spend too much time crowing about that. Uh, we should have beat them. So, you know, in those games, you can only either achieve what you're supposed to achieve or stub your toe gloriously. Thankfully, we did not stub our toe, took care of business. It was good to see some of the players who haven't got a lot of playing time. That's uh, typically what's going to go on with these Open Cup matches until you get a little further and there's a real possibility of winning it just because it's it's really difficult to play a Saturday, a Tuesday, and then a Saturday. Uh, the guys need a little bit of rest, so it's good to get some of the other guys who haven't got a lot of time, some minutes and some reps out there. They looked good. They handled their business, and they should have. So now, the next round of the Open Cup, we will be going to Chicago, and that's good. that's just been announced. It's going to be on May 9th. The, uh, and ironically enough, we're also playing Chicago May 13th. So we're going to play them in the Open Cup on Tuesday and then in the MLS League schedule on Saturday. The good news is we will probably see two different games. It's not like they're going to run the same lineup out both times. So it's, you know, you'll learn a little bit about strategy and things, but Chicago will be doing the same thing, resting some of their players for the league, I'm sure, unless they're putting all their eggs in the open cup basket at this point, which is, I mean, it's possible. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see what strategy both teams go with. But like I said, I can't imagine they will be similar games. Um, Now, that said, I think we have the talent to win both. And, you know, the guys, especially the guys that played in the Open Cup Tuesday, they've got to be feeling good about their chances. Uh, Big, big props to the crowd of St. Louis. 22,000 to come out for an Open Cup game on a Tuesday, an early round Open Cup game at that. Not only was it a record attendance for the third round of the Open Cup, but it was a it was the 10th highest all-time Open Cup attendance, which is pretty amazing. Uh, I don't think we'll get any higher than that just because of stadium capacity. I know, I think, well, I say I know, I think Atlanta holds the current record, but they were playing in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which obviously holds more than City Park. So, But it was still amazing to see that many people come out. I was, I was worried that uh, the attendance wouldn't be super, but I think it was a great night, mostly for the fact that, you know, I, I don't know how many, what the percentages were, but I know a lot of season ticket holders did not opt in for the Open Cup. So a lot of people who never been to the park got a chance to come out, do a little bit of a pregame, it, you know, it was a laid back pregame, uh, but got to get in and experience it. And we've heard tons of stories about how much people loved it and hopefully those people will get more chances to go to games in the future. The only only negative thing that came up from that Open Cup game, 
you know, there were people complaining about the flags, and I get it. Uh, you're always going to have, you know, even on your most perfect day, somebody's going to complain. But here's the deal. The, the flags are a part of our culture, let's say. Um, not every league in the, in the world does the flags. Not every team in every league does the flags. But our guys do the flags. Uh, it started at St. Louis FC uh, with Jimmy Big Flags. A lot of you know Jimmy. And then, you know, the newer groups that have joined liked what we did. And they've worked with Jimmy or on their own to get their own flags. And there are a lot of flags in the section. There will probably be more flags. We've actually got a big order. And I'm sure some of those people that want those flags will be bringing them to games. Here's the thing about it. Even though there are a lot of flags, there are plenty of spaces in the supporter section where you can avoid the flags. I stand up at the top of the very middle section. I'm not saying the flags never get in my way, but they don't distract me. And maybe part of it's just that I'm used to them. Uh, I don't focus on them. Yes, they block a little bit of the view. Sometimes I miss a play, but it's not a huge distraction to me. But I've been looking at them for you know, 10 years at St. Louis FC games. So I get that and I get people who don't like that, but that's part of the supporter section. And it, it says it when you buy your ticket and it says it posted around the stadium in the supporter section, that's part of the deal. It's just like standing. It's just like the drums. It's just like singing. I mean, you don't have to partake in all of it. And if you don't like the drums, you can get off to the sides away from the drums Personally, I like the drums, but I don't want to stand right next to the drums. And that's kind of how I feel about the flags, too. Like, if you don't like the flags and they're bothering you, you can move to the sides where they're not as prevalent. Now, Tuesday was a little different because there were a lot of different people at the game. So some of the flag people didn't get into their normal spots, which is usually in the center. But even still, they weren't very far out to the sides. So... There's room for you. You can find your spot. And if you don't like the supporter section, we've we've made it very clear from the beginning, it's not for everybody. Then you need to find tickets somewhere else. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. So I think more than, you know, anybody, people like the flags. They love the flags. They love the environment. They love the atmosphere that not just the Luligans, but but all of the supporter groups and even the independent supporters in the supporter section create. But it's not for everybody. So I get it, but complaining about the flags, it's a lost cause there. And just like everything, there's going to be a couple people online that complain and the people who are fine with it or happy with it, you know, they're not going to make much of a fuss. So take these content, comments, you know, in context, it's a couple of people complaining about the flags. And then when the arguments start online, it's usually just trolls trying to, you know, get at it. Uh, especially the people complaining about the pride flags or the trans flags. Guess what, guys? Uh, that's, that's a losing battle with the Luligans and the other supporters groups. We're all very pro-LGBTQ plus IA. And, you know, we're all going to support those causes. So sorry if you don't like it. Um, nobody's going to force you to donate to these causes or nobody's going to force you to ra wave a rainbow flag. But if you're going to complain about it, 
you're on the, lo- the wrong side of that battle too. So maybe the supporter section isn't for you. So that's all I want to say about the flags, uh, except that there will be more. I know we've got an order in for more, and I know I know the other groups do too. Um, Thieves has got some coming, which I don't think Thieves currently has a flag that they fly at the games, but that's coming. Uh, Santos has had a couple recently, and they're going to add more. Nonap has flags. Um, actually, the flag in question that was complained about was one of the Riot City or the Riot Girls flags from the Punks. Um, and I, I, you know, here's the thing: some of them are bigger, and like we don't wave our giant flag unless we score. The rest of the flags are usually a little smaller, but you know, people are excited, so they've got some bigger flags. It's just going to be out there. It's going to happen. So either get used to it, move to the side, or don't sit in the or don't stand in the supporter section. And I don't mean that in a flippant way. I don't mean that like I don't care what you think, but I mean to say that is what the supporter section is. So, like I said, better get used to it. Okay, coming up this weekend, we have Portland. We are having the full tailgate experience. Lilligan Street will be closed off for this one. We didn't have enough time to get it closed off for that uh, Open Cup game on Tuesday. But everything's back to normal for this week. We're going to have two or three food trucks. We'll announce who they are as soon as, you know, probably tomorrow. We're going to have, Slap is going to have outside tents for the beer sales. We'll have the street closed off. We'll have the trailer there. Um, As always, punks will have their table set up at our tailgate party. Florida Noise will be set up there. And the Luligans and the Thieves. So we look forward to seeing you all. Please come out. Even if you don't have tickets to the game, you can come out and enjoy the pregame street party with us. And then you can either watch the game at Schlafly or you can meander somewhere else to watch the game on TV if you don't have tickets to the game. But the street parties are always fun. And uh, we will have more limited edition pins this week. Those first ones went over pretty well. So again, I'll probably announce on Saturday what the pin is and who you'll have to go to find it to get it. Those, again, all those go to our charity du jour. This week we're raising money for, well, he goes by Black Bruce Wayne on uh, Twitter, so a lot of people, you know him. He is also one of the security guards up front for us in the supporter section. He's had a little bad run of bad luck, and we're going to try to help him raise some money to pay off his medical bills and uh, also keep his apartment because, you know, (laughs) it's America. You, you hurt yourself and you could be bankrupt in three weeks. That's just the way this goes. So if you feel so inclined, you can either donate at our tailgate. You can buy a Schlafle ticket. You can buy stickers and pins. Or you can actually go to his GoFundMe, which I'll probably post a link to that again soon. Uh, but we're just trying to help out a friend. We normally don't do this kind of thing. We don't normally, like use Charity Du Jour to raise money for one individual on a GoFundMe. But in this particular case, he's been a friend to the Lilligans, and he's doing a good job at the uh, city park, just kind of protecting people and, you know, helping us organize things and the other supporters groups. Uh, he's usually down in front with one of our scarves on. He kind of mixes them up and matches them. So, you know, he's not a Lilligan, he's not a punk, he's not, you know, no nap, but he supports us all, so we're going to support him. So if you feel like it, please give to that charity du jour. Um, oh, I want to mention, 
Jeremy Allenbaugh, our friend Jeremy Allenbaugh, back from the St. Louis FC days. He was the general manager and was actually the first employee from St. Louis FC to reach out to the Luligans, try to get us on board with what he was doing, and really, really made a big difference in the culture of that club and how that, you know, our relationship built with them and how it worked and how fan-friendly that club was. He is now going to take over the presidency of USL Championship. Very happy for Jeremy and very happy for USL, quite frankly, because, you know, this is a guy who he's not a suit. He's not a PR guy. He's not a marketer. They didn't just hire somebody who, you know, was English to fill the role. Not saying that was true of Jake Edwards. I think Jake Edwards did a good job in that role. But Jeremy Allenbaugh is somebody who loves the game and really respects the fans. And I think that will be good for USL. So, Congrats, Jeremy, if you're listening to this. And if you guys know Jeremy, I'm sure you will agree with me. He's a great guy. All right, last thing I want to talk about is something we just started today. Uh, We did find out Chicago is going to be our next U.S. Open Cup opponent. That'll be on May 9th. But on May 13th, we are traveling to Chicago again for our regular season MLS game. And the Luligans have got not one, not two, but three buses. We're taking three buses, and for $50, you can get not only a ride on the bus there and back, you also get a ticket to the game. So uh, we're working with the club on this, and you know the link is live right now. We will probably remind people in the morning, but there aren't many seats left. If you're looking, if you're just listening to this podcast, just finding out about it, please click on the stlouligans.com website, and then click shop, and on the shop page, you'll see where you can buy that ticket for $50. Now, this is open to non-Luligans. It's not just a Luligan bus trip. Other supporters groups will be going. Other independent fans will be going. Um, people who, you don't have to have a season ticket to get this. You don't have to, you know, give me your ID or your uh, social security number. We'll have to either give us a credit card or PayPal to pay for it. Um, but everybody's welcome we're going to have at least 150 people going on the buses. And then obviously there's more people that have already got tickets for Chicago. So, and if you've already got tickets, but you still want to ride the bus, you can do that. It's still $50 and we will find somebody to take the ticket that the game ticket that you don't need because we want to get as many people there as possible. And we want to have a fun time away days. Luligan bus trips are always amazing something will happen you know a bus will get a flat tire or something crazy but we will get through it and there will be no bus number two for those of you that know we took three buses to louisville once but only two of them made it so we're going to name the buses we don't we don't number the buses anymore um i don't know what the names are mitch usually gets pretty creative with that and like i said he's been working with that all day handling the website which is you know, been flogged at various times and it's gone down a couple of times. Getting that taken care of. Um, if you do not get a confirmation after you buy the ticket, don't panic. Check your payment source to make sure the payment went through. And if you still have questions, you can send a DM to either our Twitter page, our Facebook page, our Instagram account, or you can just send an email to info at com, and we can double check, make sure you're uh, taken care of, and you have a spot on the bus all lined out. Again, I expect this to sell out pretty quickly, but 
even if you're not on the bus with us, you can meet us in Chicago, and we will have a designated tailgate spot in Chicago, and we will announce that kind of stuff so people can meet up with us. Other than that, if you've never taken a bus trip with the Lilligans, first of all, it's it's, it's fun. It's great because, you know, you can drink the whole way there, and you don't have to, by the way. The kids are, kids are more than welcome on the trip. Um, but people are having a good time. People are getting loose. People are singing, you know, dancing. Uh, if we win, the ride back is better. But if we lose, we still have fun. And with it being a weird, it's a noon kickoff. So what we're going to do is we're going to leave that morning, probably around 5 a.m., make sure we get there in time. And then as soon as the game's over, the bus turns around and comes back. So we'll be home that day by like eight or nine o'clock at night. So, you know, it's not like, you know, you'll be getting back super late. I don't know. I encourage you all to do it at least once. The road trips are always fun and there's always stories. Other than that, I think, you know, obviously more stuff has happened, but that was the real uh, meat and potatoes that I wanted to do tonight. Um, I've got to go back and I'm now the official mailroom of the Luligans, so I've got to bag up some scarves and send those out tonight. Uh, we will have the full merch table available at Saturday's event where you can get the scarves, T-shirts, buttons, stickers, all those good things. But uh, if you're out of town and you listen to the podcast and you want a Luligan st- uh, scarf, you can buy the 2023 scarf by going to stluligans.com, clicking that shop button that I mentioned before where you can buy your ticket to Chicago you can also buy a 2023 Luligan scarf there and just put in all your info and I will send it directly to your door. Hand-packed with love from Brad. So I think this is a world record. I'm uh, going to come in at under 20 minutes, but that's all we really needed tonight. Uh, other than that, if you have any questions, please, as always, reach out or uh, come see us. Come talk to us on Saturday. We'll be at the Schlafly lot, and we'll be on Luligan Street, which will be the home for our entertainment. Also want to give a mention, we are going to be having a Cinco de Mayo party for the May 4th game. That will be at Nine Mile Garden. That has been organized by our friends Santos, and all the supporters groups are going to get together for that one. More information on that after this weekend's game. We'll start promoting it. But that's also going to be a fundraiser for our next TIFO. So if you're interested in that, look for the information on that. Otherwise, I don't have anything else, guys. So thanks for listening. It's been a short one. And I will see you all on Saturday.